0: Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, that's what our moms tell people when we hijack other YouTubers' studios. I'm your host, Luke Miani.
1: And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. And today, I think we can increase that laugh quota because we have two very special guests here.
0: Don't look so ashamed there, Sam. I want to go home.
2: Okay, well, Sam, you, you don't just got here. You I just got go here. I'm going
0: to address the guest with the most subscribers, Jonathan. Wilson, <laughs> thank you so much for inviting us into your lovely space, yeah. and for having the most subscribers out of all of us combined. What is it like?
3: Multiple times
4: over. Uh, I just I strive to be more like Sam, honestly.
3: No, oh, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> don't, oh, don't, no. don't do that. Don't do that unless you want to get canceled. <laughs> I got canceled by an Android user today. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah. A British one at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing, not doing, not hitting great in the UK right now. <laughs> Your numbers are tanking over there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks, Jonathan. I'm very, very happy. Thank, thank you guys for having me on the show.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of just came on here. Yeah. You didn't really have much of a choice in the matter, but we're, we're happy to have thank you. you. We'll make it thank work. You. We'll make it work. Okay, thank you. No. We'll allow it this one time. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So, so Jonathan, I gotta be honest, you are one of the reasons that I started doing Tech YouTube. Damn. Back in the day, I started my channel in high school back in 2015. Um, I was watching Team Crispy videos. Mm. Whatever happened to Team Crispy?
3: Dude, that is, I was, I was, yeah. That's, I think that's, that's a question. Big, I'm gonna grill you. Where, why are Marquez and Austin and Judner not mm-hmm. here right now?
0: They I should think, be behind us.
2: Yeah,
4: I mean, that was never, <laughs> nothing ever happened I think. We were just kind of friends growing up and mm. I think we uh, maybe got labeled as mm-hmm. a as a group, I guess, but it was just friends. Yeah, there was no club, no clique, just. It wasn't like an
0: official. No, thing. there was no card, no
4: Sunday meeting. It was just <laughs> friends growing up on. What weekend. about a Friday meeting? C- occasionally, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> I knew it. I knew there was <laughs> one. Yeah, honestly, it was just we kind of grew up together, and that was really it. Dang. And Austin still makes videos around here, right? I'm pretty sure he is. In a new place, I believe. Yes, know,
0: the- we were gonna go and and crash them and do a podcast with them as well. You know, just we just kind of travel the country and do podcasts with everyone we find. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think they were out of town, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: wow.
3: Yeah. Last time I was here, I ran into Austin in the hallway, and I was like, "Oh, that's right." I was like, "Hey, I'm Sam," and he's like, "Hey, we we're like rapid right now. Like, we gotta go." <laughs> and then like uh, somebody else was talking, I was like, "Oh, this man is like cool. That's awesome." You. Yeah, cause we we used to joke in high school. I'd be like, "Hey guys, it's Sam," and people would say, oh, "You sound like him." And then I was like, "Oh, but Austin's cool." So oh, that's you the you used to say, "Hey guys, it's Sam." Yeah. And people and said would, that you I, would like a yeah.
1: discount Austin. Exactly. So did you say that to like people that you didn't know, or did you like every time you saw your friends like, "Hey guys, this is oh,
3: Sam." Oh no, that's that's so bad. <laughs> it was just on YouTube. Luckily, okay, okay. I sheltered myself. Okay, that's Good. that's at least forgivable. That's alright.
0: Now you were talking about getting canceled earlier, which <laughs> I think brings me nicely to the event that could have been. Mm. The event that could have been. I think we were we we kind of expected that we were going to have a little bit more to talk about with potential Apple products incoming. But I would I would submit to the group that the lack of anything could actually be a positive thing when you're talking about. You know, if someone is looking to upgrade and you're looking at about at these new MacBook Pros, I think the fact that we're not getting it now potentially maybe means that it wouldn't be an M two based system,
4: hopefully. Mm. Or it's a bigger jump than it was from just M one That's yeah. That's what that's I'm hoping. Probably the biggest I think chance for me, I think. Because mm. M one, M two was not huge, right? It was mm-hmm. It was a good jump, but if you had M1, it wasn't like I have to go get this. Yeah. Hopefully, when we see M2 Pro or M2 Max, that's going to be a little more substantial.
0: The thing that's the thing that keeps getting me is I keep seeing these breakdowns on Twitter. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> and I keep seeing <sighs> some people are are convinced that M2 Pro will be three nanometer, the new process. Yeah. Some people are convinced that if it's on three nanometer, it wouldn't be M2 Pro. It would be M3. I guess the question is, would Apple split a generation that is at least numerically continuous over different manufacturing processes? Because I honestly don't know that I would see them doing that. So you think it stays the same? I think if, if an M2 Pro Max Ultra whatever do mm-hmm. happen, I, I couldn't see them wasting a new process with the same nomenclature. Right. Do you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, and I guess I would agree if that was going to happen this year. It seems mm-hmm. weird to do it next year and then. Exactly. That's the tricky part, I think. If the it, next year thing is yeah. the weird one.
0: Because realistically speaking, probably March, maybe somewhere mm-hmm. between March and June, yeah. is when there probably should be new Macs. And if it is just that M2 Pro, which I think Mark Gurman was saying, increased core count up to 12 with two additional uh, efficiency cores, and then increased GPU core counts to, it was like 38 or something. Very weird number they pulled out of a hat. But increasing the core counts a little bit pumping a little bit more juice through it. It doesn't seem like the M2 core itself is super different. It's mainly just, you know, a binning difference and a cl- and just a clocking difference. Right. And so I think if you did that, people would be underwhelmed. You know, waiting a year and a half after the M1 Pro to get that spec bump. I don't think there was, th- I don't think anyone would be
1: making that upgrade, M1 Pro to M2 Pro.
3: Yeah, what do you think,
2: Noah?
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know going back to what you were saying before about like the you know spanning a different you know multiple processes on a Mm. on the you know with the same number at the end of the day it's all marketing right they can call it whatever they want they can call it M2 they can skip to M4 if they want not that they're (laughs) going to do that but you know it's all marketing it's not like a like a technical kind of thing but I agree that it would be weird because if we saw that M2 was like a pretty small uh, improvement and then you see M2 Pro M2 Max you'd expect that those would probably also be relatively small improvements so it would be weird that they would you know not save that big improvement and just call it m3
0: yeah i mean i i've talked about we talked about this on a previous uh, mm-hmm. dark mode episode but i think that there will never be an m2 ultra chip mm. because like when you're what? talking about a macbook air when you're talking about an iphone when you're talking about the entry-level macbook pro having those be every year makes sense to me okay right Apple for the longest time has done annual or sometimes twice a year updates with spec bumps right, to the yeah. Mac. But the high end stuff, the Mac Pro, even the Mac Mini and the iMac have skipped years before. Because like if you're buying a, a 2019 Mac Pro, you're not in the market for whatever one comes out one year later. That's just not really how those machines tend to operate. And so I I personally would see it as, with the Ultra chip, skipping generations makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because it would also condense the timeline a little bit. We've talked about that before. If the M2 generation were as long as the M1, -hmm. going from like November 2020 to June of 2022, that's a long time, especially considering that we're still on that architecture.
3: But I guess uh, I'm gonna say, well, then what's gonna be in the Mac Pro? They're not gonna do an M3 Extreme.
0: That's what I think.
3: But M3 is not coming until 2024. They've already missed that two year transition. We know there's arguing. not gonna be an M1 Extreme. Like yeah. that was that that's come out as like they they, they yeah. had it and then they or they had it yeah they had an M1 extreme and they're like ah no not yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're just going to do an I think they're going to do the exact same thing. I think it's just going to be we're going to get the M2 Pro and Max in March. I think at dub dub we'll probably get the new Mac Pro with an M2 extreme or some and maybe that'll be on 3 nanometers because it's but like a
0: That's what we expected this year and instead they went to a new generation. So I'm saying instead of I know, I know you're saying out this generation slowly, I think sooner than you would expect, we'll make that jump.
3: I just don't see that. So you think they're gonna announce M3 win based on your timeline?
0: Uh, probably Dub Dub.
3: Of 22? 23. 23, Next <laughs> yeah. Next, year? no, there's so, literally no way. I, no,
0: here's, so I have a theory. Okay. It's wrong. My theory is based... <laughs> no. Shut up, you. So Shut up, you stupid... Let's go back to before Apple Silicon for the Mac was... Okay. With back. the iPad, you had... Some iPads would use the A-series chip, and then they introduced the X. And I think that started with the iPad 3. Mm-hmm. Um, with the A6X. Or the A5X, it might have been. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. So... Once you get to like 2015, 16, that time period, they skip generations. There is no A11X, there's no A9X. uh, There might be an A7X. I honestly can't remember that far. I I don't think there is. But the X chips skipped a generation. And I I could see that working with the Mac. An M every year at WWDC. It rolls out how it will but you don't necessarily need the ultra and the extreme every generation cuz that would just dry everything out so long you'd be on year and a half two year cycles for every single generation
2: i, mean, I think I it would that. just be too
3: much i see what you're saying i i so you think then apple silicon would be in a 12 month cycle
0: on the for the basic chips yeah yeah
3: i see i think it's going to be 18 months which is exactly what we Could got be. with M2.
0: But I still, I, I would still- I think M3 it.
3: will be March of 24 at the earliest. Could be. That's my opinion. What are we, we betting? what are we throwing down?
0: Yeah, what, what, there's a lot of speculation
4: going out here. Yeah. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah. Sorry. I don't think
4: it's crazy just with the way Apple does things to just throw M3 out next year. Right?
0: It All seems-
3: right. It's possible.
0: They got a lot of mileage out of effectively the A14 core, the right. Firestorm and the Ice Storm core. They, I mean, those have been around since 2020. A14, M1, still more or less going on now. It's in every single Apple product, that core. Hmm. Apple Watch, also A14 based. Because, hmm. I, um, I mean, the Apple Watch chip is just a cut down, it's just efficiency cores. Um, even the HomePod. Really? That core is in everything right now. Wow. So I could see, I think 2023, Apple is going to want to be aggressive. I would imagine that's the same, uh, this, whatever is coming up next is almost certainly going to be used in the VR headset. All
3: right. Segway alert. Are we going there? Segway alert. I'll I'll rest (laughs) this case. We can talk about VR because I am actually, unironically, very excited for. No, me too. I was talking about this before the show that I'm kind of I like I got the MetaQuest Pro because John Prosser's the worst and made me like try VR and now I kind of love it. <laughs> and I mean, have you, first of all, have you guys used like what what is your familiarity with virtual reality?
0: I so my first time using VR was at an auto show in like 2013. Okay, they had Toyota. It was a Toyota. They had the new Corolla that was coming out in 2014. Okay, and so they had this like. VR thing where they had converted a Corolla to be the controller So you use the wheel and the (laughs) pedals in the car. Okay, and you had the VR headset, and you were driving around Terrible Mm -hmm. absolutely terrible. I mean it was clearly a bad like program It had no weight to it. It was supposed to be for like driving instruction, but it felt like Mario Kart. It was terrible (laughs) But the VR itself. I mean those those were early days it hurt my eyes. Mm-hmm. It was very pixelated. I was like counting the sub Um I did get a, get a chance to use the HoloLens, lens. Mm-hmm. I think that was like 2016. Big improvement. I haven't used anything super recent. Okay.
4: Have you guys got more experience? Not a ton. I think everything I've tried it feel it's cool. Like I I, I get the appeal I'm Definitely more fascinated, interested in AR versus Mm. straight VR. Yeah, I agree. Um, And sometimes I just end up not jiving well with something over my head where it's just like a motion sickness thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think, yeah, for sure, AR is much more compelling to me than just straight up VR.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing for me with VR is just being closed off and like having that weight on the front of your face, I just can't do it for long periods of time.
1: Yeah, my one of my roommates has, what's like the $300? Oculus Quest 2. Oculus Quest 2. Oh, he that's just, he cool. got it pretty recently. So he has that okay. Meta Quest yes. 2. Yes. Oh I, God. And I tried that, and it was <laughs> cool, cause he did this like, uh, it was like, you know, the wireless streaming, like it streamed from his PC, like wirelessly huh. to the thing. Hmm. And like, you know, whatever, I tried out a couple of games, I went in VR chat for a couple of minutes. It was cool, but it still just seems so gimmicky to me. Yeah. Just like, I like, you know, I guess if it's you're using it for like a gaming thing, you know, you can play games in it. But like I can't imagine watching a movie as much as it would be cool to have like a virtual no. movie screen. I can't imagine having this thing on my face for two hours watching a movie.
0: Um, okay. That's true. Two hours. So like, let me
3: oof. let me validate what all of you have said, which is okay. like the MetaQuest 2 does hurt. You can still see some of the pixels and it, mm-hmm. the, it's not great. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it that I've really fallen in love with. And I've just, I don't know, I, the more that I have spent time in VR, there was just, some, we were joking earlier, like just playing VR golf with the boys. <laughs> like, they mini golf in VR, and you're just like talking about life and you're like hitting little golf balls and you're like, look out. It, it, it's so realistic to where when you are in it, you will you know, be on a ledge and it will, it will feel like you are about to fall over. I mean, like there is that level of immersion. So then I got the MetaQuest Pro, which is like, it's like fifteen hundred dollars. It's like three times the price of the Meta Two. Yeah, that's a and that's a steep. Price. It's like it looks better, it feels better, it's lighter weight. It's got mm-hmm. worse battery though. Um, it's got more AR stuff than VR. Although admittedly, I haven't touched it, and it, it still kind of hurts my head. Like it's still it's heavy mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. So like I, I'm not saying that like you guys are missing out on the thing that's here now. I just the more time I've spent with it, the more I've I've seen why I think Apple doing something with it is gonna be such a big deal. Because I and I'm I we've seen the renders of how it looks like it's just gonna basically be a strap around your head and then something on the front. And I am incredibly worried that it's gonna be heavy. Because like that's that's the thing about the MetaQuest too is like it does actually hurt. It's not mm. comfortable. But the enjoyment that I get out of VR golf or VR ping pong is actually worth it. For for a short period of time. I wouldn't want to wear it all day or live in VR but I, I'm i excited for the, the Apple VR headset because I think it's going to have some light AR stuff. I think doing like FaceTime in a in a room like this, like we'll be able to be in Memojis at a table in oh, VR. That's terrifying. <laughs> that yeah. does not sound appealing. I
1: don't, I don't like that. I, I think you guys are
3: looking really cute as Memojis. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, <laughs> I mean,
1: obviously, but, like, I mean, obviously. Obviously a bunch of, like, hot. disembodied
3: giant heads sitting around yeah. the table. I don't know. I don't Yeah, know. no, it's going to be super disjointing, <laughs> but I'm, su- I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to do a podcast in VR. We'll have to get the gang back together. We'll have to get the same gang back. Yeah. yeah. I but mean, John,
0: though. I think, I think AR is where it's at. Yeah.
3: Oh, no, no. I, I was leading into saying this is obviously just a step <laughs> until we get these. But, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I in exactly. 2020, I, people say 2025. I think it's going to be 2026. Apple's going to come out with these, and they're going to be like, yeah, GG. Like, (laughs) because I I, I tried some Nreal Air Glasses. They were a sponsor, and they were cool. Like, it it was actually legitimately cool being able to basically AirPlay content from your phone to being in front of you. And, yeah, I mean, definitely just this conversation when, you know, when we're just talking casually, if we mention a product, how, like, a spec sheet could come up, or how much frame does that have? Oh yeah, there, there was no A7x. I mean, if it was like taking your voice like in, yeah, like it just information without interrupting the without. Oh, let me let me check. What what was that person's name? Like being able to overlay that in real time. I mean that I like that'd that, that would be pretty game also, changing. At
4: what point do you not like get distracted though? Like, yeah, what a shit show that's gonna be when everyone. <laughs> Yeah, off into their own. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you're talking about this uh, in like a
0: seamless way, yeah. which is what yeah. everyone, which is what all these companies want you to think their like home assistants are, but really everyone is like, no, shut up, Alexa. No, I'm not talking to you, Siri. <laughs> yeah. all right, so my, you're going to be sitting there talking to yourself like a crazy person. My second grade <laughs> Because here. your glasses are going to be showing up like you're going to talk about, oh, have you guys been to San Diego? And then your glasses are like showing you pictures of San Diego. And you're like, no, I don't want to see that right now. And realistically, you're going to have to use gestures to control them in some amount, right? You well, can't, it's the- not going to be telepathic. So you're going to be saying, they are <laughs> like, no, I don't want that. Go
2: away.
3: Something that's gone under the I radar, know. I think for the VR and AR headset, is Apple is working on a ring. No, I've heard nobody talk about this. And it's not a patent really? thing. It was actually a rumor from a credible source that the way you'll be controlling it is by wearing like a ring. Huh. Because of course, I I don't I don't see Apple doing controllers like Meta. Like that doesn't seem like Apple. No. No. Of course they're going right. to do something seamless that detects your gestures and can get other biometric data. Like that that seems mm. really I'm not saying it's going to launch first gen, but especially for the AR glasses or I mean that that's the end goal, right? Like that that's going to be the mass market and
0: the AR glasses. You know, of
3: course it's not going to be yeah. Yeah.
2: That's
3: I mean, there's been reports from credible sources like the information of Apple saying that they be, they have told their employees that they believe their AR glasses will replace the iPhone. Like right. that's where they make all of their money. Is they're that confident?
0: That is a that's a high level of confidence cuz I could personally see the glasses being useful but in more of a passive way. Like if if I were to have like a Google Glass but well integrated type of thing. I imagine Within this decade, realistically, there's not gonna be this much processing power to have battery displays and like an an A twenty one bionic in your glasses. <laughs> but just having like notifications, walking or driving directions, just projected out on the world. Yeah. That I could see being worth a couple hundred dollars. Right.
3: Yeah. But I, I feel like you're right, because like I'll be honest, most of the time when you talk, Luke, I just wanna like scroll Twitter. Uh-huh. So I, I would install the Twitter app and just maybe I could like do a black screen on this side. I'll show Jonathan no, yeah, and, yeah. and Noah, but I'll put it like a black. Do you think yeah. you could do that? Do you think I could like pixelate Sensor, your face? If you're L. just so ugly. I mean like Lucas No, you're a ba- you're like a long, baddie. Yeah, you're a baddie. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I'm <laughs> just playing. Oh, I don't know. I'm Should very I move?
1: Do you want to like trade seats or something?
3: I mean, hey, if you if you're offering, <laughs> I I don't know if I can move <laughs> with all this weight from the genius bomber.
2: That was seamless. I'll I'll leave. Yeah, so uh, one
0: thing that I was thinking of was so Jonathan gave us the demo of the Dolby Atmos setup which is like VR for audio.
4: Yeah, it's immersive, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. So imagine like you had the visualizer that shows all of your tracks. Right. Imagine if you had that interface right. in a, an AR experience. Yeah. Where it's not on your screen, it's physically there. Right. I, I feel like that's a pretty powerful thing to be able to do.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool even in the sense of like, because you could walk to essentially different sounds. And just drop, exactly. or, yeah. Uh, and then to be able to see that I think would be cool. And I think that's where it's headed, right? I think that's why Apple is so into spatial It's the huge part of whatever comes in the future with the AR, with the headset. Mm. Mm. So that's I think, it, interesting, I think interesting. it's a bigger kind of sneak peek than we realize in terms of like depth and how it interacts with life.
0: So in terms of, <clears throat> in terms of AR, mm-hmm. then what you're saying is kind of the focus on spatial audio is akin to like when they bought Beats and we were all like, oh, they're doing some audio stuff now. And then they went full into it. Right. Yeah. And so this is sort of the precursor to working on immersion and depth.
4: Right. And I mean, the head tracking is a good preview of that too, right?
0: Mm. That's true. Yeah. And. You know, Apple always has these AR demos and they're putting lidar sensors on everything and they're doing like the occlusion Mm -hmm. it's pretty clear that they are getting big-time data and Essentially we are testing What is eventually going to be these
4: glasses? Right, yeah.
0: you don't think so?
2: No, it's just, like, okay. <laughs> <There's a> skeptical <laughs> no, exhale. No, no, here I am. There's a trend that's <laughs> happening, though,
4: because he'll start with the sigh, mm-hmm. disagreement, <laughs> and then by the the end of the point, he'll talk himself into agreeing. He's agreeing. Yeah. So This let's, is, let's, let's, let's see damn, it. you really
3: summed me up in one, one quick, one false swoop. The LiDAR sensor seems like a weird thing, and I still don't get it, and I was hoping that Apple, three years into this LiDAR sensor, because it came out on the 12 Pro, mm-hmm. would have paid off, and I genuinely have not noticed any quality of life improvement.
4: Have you seen the crazy stuff they can do, though, with, uh, like, like just the Ru- Like room mapping? and No, just for, like... Uh, autofocus?
3: I mean, like, yeah, what are you referring to?
4: No, just, like, on uh, assistants or, like, people with uh, eye disabilities. Mm-hmm. Like, That's true the the real-time mapping they're doing is kind of wild just to like see where you're going and to depth out like how far you are from a a stop sign or like Mm. uh, things like that so I think it's 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 probably not there in terms of like the pure fun consumer like I want to be amazed but I think there's some really cool stuff practically that's going on that I think it's kind of thrown under the radar yeah. yeah.
3: You no, didn't that, think about that, did you? No, you're right. Accessibility is not <laughs> no, something. There you
1: go, now, you're, you're right. right. Yeah, you're right, right
4: well, I'm
3: not, I'm not gonna, if I, <laughs> if I, like, I, I, yeah, I mean, I still, like, agree with my point that, like, for most of us, like, it hasn't paid off, but I, Jonathan's absolutely right, and, like, yeah, well, for, I mean, I for guess some people, it absolutely is, has.
0: It's not, the LiDAR, and, like, on the iPad, right?
2: Yeah. You have guess, LiDAR yeah. on the
0: iPad, you have LiDAR on the iPhone. It's not, it's not doing, big, like flashy features yet. Yeah. Right now it's doing AR demos, people use it for room mapping, accessibility things. Right. But the big thing is having literally millions of devices that are already out there getting helpful data, testing applications for it, mm-hmm. that while it might not, I, so you're saying that the LiDAR tech hasn't Realized for consumers. I say that it's not meant for consumers Do you see what I'm saying?
3: I guess they're kind of putting <laughs> the, no, oh, Sorry, I'm scrolling Twitter
2: uh-huh. <laughs>
4: I just think Apple's really good at Implementing one thing that ends up bleeding into a billion other things. I mean, sure. We talk about the HomePod every single day But that's ultimately what led to AirPods and yeah. the tech in there and then the speakers from the MacBooks, which, you know, dominate everything I think as much as everyone wanted to make fun of the Pro display when it came out, yes it was expensive, but I think it served a purpose and it's the reason why we yeah, have the LED. Yeah, I mean, there's always something there that makes its way and I think, like you said, it's not flashy right now, but I think mm-hmm. it's gonna serve a bigger purpose sooner than later.
0: And I think it's it's also a matter of like, I, I think a lot of people have this, this perception of Apple as, as being like all-knowing, you know, they're like, oh! They have the iPhone planned out for the next 5 years. Right. Well, they know I mean, exactly what they're going
3: to do in all of They these do days. have the like that is that is a thing. So, They do have the iPhone planned out for the next. They they know what the okay, iPhone 17 is going to be in terms they have
0: certain aspects, certain broad strokes aspects of certain products planned out. But they're absolutely like any company testing live with consumers. You look at the original Apple Watch, you look at arguably the HomePod. As you were saying, being a predecessor to a focus on audio, and even you know the first gen AirPods, I mean, the iPhone you know, 10 was that. The thing. iPhone 10, There's all of these times where they're sort of testing in real time.
3: <laughs> like Siri. Yeah, <laughs> Siri, man. It's been a, it's been a long test. They're still working has, on that one. They still are testing. still working <laughs> yeah. on that one, man.
0: And I mean, to, to say that they just like have this, or to think as many do that they have everything planned out is foolish. The big example of course being air power. I don't know if you saw the the video that I did, I got my hands on some prototypes. They are a mess. Right. They are a mess. From and we we dated them to right around the reveal, mm-hmm. which was twenty seventeen, right? September yeah. twenty seventeen. Yep. So by September twenty seventeen, air power was being controlled by a third party chip, not Apple Silicon. <laughs> that cost like eighty bucks. Dang. For this controller module. Because they could not get it to work. It had forty five chi coils. Wow. There were rumors I don't know if they're true or exaggerated, but there was apparently a rumor that one of them like caught fire in the factory and like Oh,
3: I thought it was in an employee's home. Oh, that's next, that was next another to their one. bed. Yeah, no, there
0: there were there were many reports of melting electrical fires and just yeah. big infernos with air power and Obviously, it wasn't going to go anywhere. It needed sixty watts really? just to charge a phone, wow. and and then obviously, you know, what was it? Three years later, MagSafe came out, right. completely negates the entire entireness. Just put a, a couple magnets in it, and you're done. You don't need to do all that yeah. engineering.
3: Ma- Dude, MagSafe, people sleep on MagSafe. MagSafe is like the coolest thing that Apple's brought to the eye. I-, I think I tweeted this like a while ago. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's the coolest. I think it's one of the. I think it's one. Of, <laughs> no, think about it. Like, sure. Let's <laughs> let the gallery laugh. You guys, uh-huh. you've had your laughs. Yeah. Okay. Listen.
0: Oh, I laughed for two along the way. Yeah,
3: yeah. We're gonna add. We're gonna up <laughs> it. You're gonna. We're yeah. we're Okay, we're allowing okay, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Um, MagSafe is, is it's one of the coolest Apple innovations they've done. It's a very Apple thing. It's actually useful. And it, it's a good quality of life improvement. Like being able to put a battery pack on the back of your phone, that was not possible. Having it line up perfectly. Now, I, I definitely have some criticism with like the strength of some of the magnets. It, mm. I have a feeling it's like that because there was the heart pacemaker issues with the 12. Where yeah. they were like, so I, I think they're like, we can't really up the magnets. We can't really
0: be doing too much here, but, um
3: <laughs> No, I like being able to stick things on the back of your phone, being able to stick it on a car or have it perfectly line up. Uh, there's a Maxi battery pack I've been using that... It's actually cool. It's not a gimmick. I I also miss 3D Touch. I feel like 3D Touch falls into that same Mm, wave where Android never copied it, just like Android has not copied MagSafe, but it's actually a good thing that I I feel like should get copied.
0: I could see that. Actually, when you mentioned car, I think it would be interesting if there was MagSafe in a car.
3: Like built in? Yeah, because a lot Mm, of cars have those
0: wireless charging pads that are just like, out in the open, and your phone's just kind of, it's like rubberized, but like if you slam on the brakes or get in a car crash and it detects it, or maybe doesn't, then your phone's <laughs> going flying. Yeah. And like, and my, my dad's car, my dad has the brand new Audi Q4 e-tron, they're like mass market electric EV, wait what, electric SUV I meant to okay. say, <laughs> Yeah. anyway, and like, it has a wireless charging pad that just has, like, a little clip, like a plastic clip.
1: Mm-hmm. And you, like, slide your phone into this clip. It's weird. I'm like, MagSafe. Yeah, that would be nice. I've always wanted a MagSafe mount for my bike. Yeah! Just stick the phone. I do not trust the MagSafe. Oh, God, There's no, no way I, I trust it. I would never do that. But just imagine, like, you just stick it on there. Because, like, my mount, I, like, stick it, I, like, open it, stick it in, and then I put the four corners over, and it's, like, a whole thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like... That would be so nice.
3: Oh uh, uh, yeah, my bike might be a little rough. I wouldn't
1: do it, but if it yeah. if it were strong <laughs> right, enough, so
0: that's why they haven't done it yet. I know Who would but do that.
1: But I'm saying if it were strong enough, if the magnet were strong enough, yeah. if it were safe enough, then I would love that. I Is don't there know. A think that any, any make... amount
0: of strongness of magnet would I, I don't think any strong magnet I would be comfortable with. I oh, guess it, so I, mean, I, think I, I think need be, to see. Have you like, never seen the like there. You know what
3: I mean? the giant magnets, bro? Those hit different. Do the industrial yeah. size magnet? You've never been. You've, you never, been, you've never been, been taken up phone. by an alien in the Sahara Desert with a no, magnet. No, I haven't. Just me. How is Just it, you? Jonathan? They use
4: magnets and not some other force.
3: Dude, I'm an AI. Yeah. What? I'm
2: First 100% all, magnetic. Are you,
0: Yeah, I was like, are you magnetic, Sam? <laughs> is that what you're telling me?
3: Yeah. No, I'm not. People actually run away. I have like the negative magnet where <laughs> I can see Noah's already like. Yeah, it was, it's working. It was, it <laughs>
0: Oh gosh. This is this is actually why Sam and John are on opposite ends of the table, because they've met before and so like that
3: the that tension force
4: there.
3: heated. Yeah, <laughs> <a little> <laughs> well guys, great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what I just
0: realized is I have no idea how long we've been recording. We've been going for going. half an hour, a little bit more. Oh, you you could check that.
1: Well, I just know we started a bit before three. Oh, you have mm-hmm. forethought. Yeah. No, wait.
0: You just ruined the fact that this isn't live. Oh, oh we, started, we started. We started at at, the, at, at eight, six. Nine, no, eight, no, no, no.
1: We're on the West Coast. Six o'clock. We started at six o'clock. Oh man, I sure do love
3: Jonathan. Right what do What do seven. you want to talk yeah. about? You're the special guest. Yeah. yeah. Me. What's been on your mind? Yeah, what do What do you want to talk about?
4: I don't know, man. I mean, I like I like the new AirPods. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I was uh, an interesting thing talking about like your point of. I think people think everything is always mapped out. I always think of the Final Cut story where, oh yes, Steve Jobs wanted it out, and it that that's part of the reason why it was so feature sh- stripped when it launched. Hmm. Was they needed maybe like six months to a year more, uh, wanted it out, and then that became the Final Cut without multicam and hmm. everything that everyone you know destroyed for a while. I think it, it hurt hmm. Final Cut for a while, but yeah, I think it's this. It's it's pretty hard to. Make things and
0: especially with the timing.
4: I've,
0: yeah. you have a couple studio displays around here. Yeah, do you agree? I don't know if mm. you've seen the theory. This is, dude, I swear to god, I've, I'm sorry, <laughs> I've said this theory so many times, but I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay, that. I firmly believe that the studio display was not going to have the panel that it does. I fully believe that Apple was going to do a mini LED panel we know Ross Young Our who boy. is impeccable in his track record has been talking about that for a year before it came out yeah this 5k 120 hertz mini led panel mm-hmm. i think that that panel just was not ready mm-hmm. and so they had the entire thing already developed with you know it's got an a13 bionic in it mm-hmm. it has it's like an entire iphone 11 in there they have a perforated power supply pcb with embedded capacitors. This like incredible amount of engineering. And then they put the same panel from the, the iMac. Weird. So I think they couldn't get the mini LED panel ready. Mac Studio's gotta come out in March, because we're doing M2 in June. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna, it was 1999, just chop $400 off and use the panel that we already have.
4: I don't think that's out of the ordinary. I don't think that's crazy, just with the supply chain and mm-hmm. yeah. all the madness over the past three years now. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if anything, that's probably a big reason why, if that's you know, holds any weight. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tim, the, the biggest thing is the the is yeah. good. It's just expensive.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's why I think it's so expensive. Is because it's being it like the five K panel mm-hmm. clearly doesn't need that much hardware. It's been in IMAX for eight years. True. You can get these converter boards on eBay. Granted, probably a little more janky than Apple would ship, yeah. Yeah. but I did it this summer. They work 5K, it emulates all the system settings and color hmm. profiles, you can do P3 color, you can do all this stuff on these little $100 eBay boards with like a 12 volt barrel jack. Powering
4: it. Yeah, but no one wants to do that.
0: No one wants to do that, <laughs> so like, yeah, unless you're understandable, really... unless you're me, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but you definitely, there's room between 12-volt right. eBay board and the insanely over-engineered iPhone 11-powered
4: right. studio display. Yeah. I just think they just missed the mark by 300 bucks. Yeah. I
2: agree. I, I, I agree. Oh, that twelve ninety nine would have been perfect. Twelve
3: ninety nine, I, I really
0: probably be, I, have gotten two at twelve ninety nine.
3: Really? Yeah. You don't use because a pro display? I,
0: no. I so I have a studio display, and then I have a twenty fourteen iMac that I converted with said hundred dollar eBay. Board. Rory, what? So it's like the same panel, but they just don't look the same. It's not pretty, I, I but just, it works.
4: I just think it showcases how undervalued iMac screens were absolutely before. Absolutely. It really
3: was crazy. Like I, I mean, in 2015 to have a, like I was editing on a 5K display, like that is yeah. that is insane to think about. But it was still LCD. I mean, because I think that was the other criticism. Yeah, is I, like, bro, it's 2022, and you're gonna release an, a, like the same exact. But panel. the
4: problem is, there's really not a lot directly comparable. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. There's nothing, I, you
3: talked about that in your video, right?
4: I mean, in general, right? Yeah. There's not mm-hmm. like there's just not anything close. And yeah. it's it's panel. Like, I'll still take a good LCD over a, you know...
0: Losing resolution. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's fair. No, I,
4: I and I, that. think a,
0: I think that's... I think that's... I would agree. Um, and I, I know you, like... I, I remember watching your video on the original 5K iMac. And that was, like, one of those things where it's like, okay, this is, like, game-changing. Yeah. yeah. And I think it did go underappreciated. Because right. the... I, I mean, the, the 27-inch iMac especially was probably the best value Apple product Ever, for like yeah. seven straight years until Apple Silicon came out. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean for less than two thousand dollars you got a good like high-end chip mm. commensurate to the time. Right. You got dedicated graphics that they usually pulled from that were like higher end than the more expensive MacBook Pros. Mm-hmm. You had upgradable storage Did and RAM.
4: Everyone shit all over the twenty twenty five K, iMac.
3: I remember that.
0: Yeah, because it was it came out after the Apple Silicon announcement. Right,
4: but it was a great machine.
0: It was, yeah.
3: I bought it. I, I, it I upgraded
0: know. it. You can upgrade the freaking processors. Yeah. It's that was the best product. I had like four of them for my channel. Jonathan,
3: the is the trend towards Hefty criticism of Apple products in the community mm. right now. Is this a sustainable trend? Or is that audience that is clicking on all those videos that are working, or are they eventually going to burn out?
4: I don't know, man.
3: Because like, I've been, I've that been was fascinated. was a very sloppy
0: <laughs> transition. I just want to back up. Oh, we there were, and- talking about, were talking
3: about. <laughs> like you said everybody shit all over the 2020 iMac? I guess so,
0: but okay. you kind of just just kind of threw on him the weight of like, is tech YouTube sustainable? Thoughts. Too. No, 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 not
3: tech. I'm saying, I'm saying the current trend that I and other, uh, that everybody's sort of noticed. Sure. I, I, yeah. I just was curious from your perspective as somebody that's, uh, like has been focusing more on music and is getting back into tech now, mm-hmm. but I feel like you've had a, like a perspective to sort of see it from the outside. You yeah. Know? I it's mean, true.
4: it's, it,
2: I don't know. It's easy
4: to, to, to hate on stuff. I think we tend to forget how good mostly everything is these days. Um, And that's the problem too, right? Is like, we've talked about it before, right? It's like people who are upset from M1 to M2 and even myself, like with an M1 Max MacBook Pro, it's like I found myself not needing to use the Mac Studio. You know, do I want a new M3 chip? Do I want Mm -hmm. a new M2 Pro? It's like, yeah, that'd be great. But I personally haven't found myself needing more. Like it does, it's it's crazy how good the 14 and 16.
0: Absolutely. You know, oh, those are some of the, I think, the current gen MacBook Pro is the best generation of MacBook Pro. Oh,
2: yes. Full stop ever. Yes. Yeah. You know,
3: I I them. think they're probably top three products Apple has ever put out in history. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the like,
4: small form factor with actual graphics power. I mean, that's the thing. It's been the best laptop I've ever used. Oh, and, yeah. I, I just think we're getting that period where we just want 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 more 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 and you know things are so incredibly good these days it's it's rare that things are not good right and there are you know apple is not perfect i mean the the ipad situation was weird we should talk about that yeah
0: so you i mean you kind did you
3: see yeah, my. okay
0: i know that you did your usual tweet where you're like bro the new yellow is so pretty
3: it is! It Find a part like of
0: that personal. statement that's
3: <laughs> false, That The Hater? statement.
0: It's ugly. It looks like piss.
3: It doesn't. It's beautiful. You uh, no. have clearly no design taste. The other
0: colors are good. The yellow looks like piss. But do you like the iPad as a product? I'm going to just gloss over that and not let you so yeah.
3: So So my opinion on the iPads, because I did not make a hate video on the new iPads.
0: I didn't make a hate video.
3: You literally tweeted out if you want to see my rant, click on this timestamp.
0: A rant? Okay. You, that, you were saying. What is a positive that,
3: rant? I love this so much! Yeah, it's, that's. You've your never view. done that. You've never. <laughs> shut up, bro. That's a, I, I, It's honesty. Okay, look. We're getting a
1: little look. heated here.
0: So, <laughs> to your point earlier, the constant negativity. Yeah. I think it's interesting that we then talked about the MacBook Pros because. Mm. No negativity there I don't actually believe that tech YouTube is broadly too focused on negativity i think I think as Jonathan was pointing out, everything has become so good that we have to nitpick more to find fault and so when people try to make a video and and cover things that they don't like, it seems more petty. Because you're not noticing like, oh, this device caught fire. That was the big problem. <laughs> now, now your thing is like, oh, this camera's a little blurry around the edges. When stuff is so good, you're noticing the small details. Yeah. I when a phone though, catches fire, you don't have time to care about the camera because it's on fire. The thing is though,
3: <laughs> is
4: like a, a, a trend that sucks is people who wouldn't normally use Apple things
2: Hmm. Mm, no yeah broadly
4: they have to jump on in those cases you don't want to miss out on the apple views and i think when you don't use something and then you try and use it it's going to be weird to you right so absolutely, i think that was probably my only frustration was like it's like hey if you use it cool but if you're going to make the video because Mm. you feel like you're missing out on views you're never going to give it it's chance. You're saying oh, like yeah, Luke yeah. Miani
3: who doesn't use iPads in general then makes a video hating on the base iPad. That'd be kind of a weird situation <laughs> to put yourself in. Oh my to God. get 300,000 views on a product you'll never touch. Yeah, I, I agree. Did, I, I that was a weird it. video for me. I'll be honest. Look. I'm just hating to be a hater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you, so, you had very valid points in your video, but I, I definitely disagree that I do think tech, I see tech trending that way.
2: So P- and, and my people my point are being I was re- trying to make okay. is
0: that I don't think Like, you're definitely right that people are, like, trying to be negative to get clicks on it. But I don't think it's, like, every person is, like, doom and gloom about everything. And they're just looking for things to hate on. Because in the cases of the MacBook Pro, it is very hard to go on YouTube and find videos of people, like, making toxic MacBook Pro stuff. Where they're like, I hate this. This sucks. Yeah. That's just not really there. So I think the criticism... I agree that it is sometimes nitpicky and people that aren't using stuff that they normally use and are confused because it's not something they're used to. Right. And and I agree that people do look for, you know, when things are broadly good, you look at more yeah. grained, more like ingrained and small nitpicking details to criticize. But I don't necessarily think that tech YouTube is in this like unsustainable wave of criticism. I think with the products that have, a lot of this discussion has been this summer, mm-hmm. specifically with yeah. M2, yeah. and I guess with these iPads as well. Um, I think if you look at it, the products are more... Sus. The, the products are more sus than, <laughs> like you look at the iPhone 14 Pro, not a lot of people making like hater videos on that,
3: dude. There were so many videos. It's like it's the same as the thirteen Pro. Apple needs to innovate. And I'm well, like, well, that was the other thing that I that I, yeah, was, I wanted to hear your opinion. You're thinking, not in the bubble.
1: I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm not a tech YouTuber. At least, yeah. So yeah. I'm not, you're you a tech podcast. I'm a tech. Sure, He's we can, a tech. We boy. can say that. I'm a tech boy, but you know, <laughs> I think I think the interesting thing. So you were saying like how the uh, you know you have to nitpick more to find things you know that are that are that are wrong. But yeah. the other thing is that like since the pace of innovation is slowed down, like you compare like, you know, this iPhone to the last one versus like go back five years and compare those two iPhones. Hmm. Right. It's there there's there's less to even be positive about or like the hmm. default then the default is like, you know, take the iPhone 14. It's very, very similar to the iPhone 13. So the default is, you know, minor improvements. And that sort of is like a negative thing. The default, you know, small improvements would be would be sort of negative or seen in a negative light, right? They're like, oh, mm-hmm. they didn't really do all that much. So they have to do more to be positive, right? To they have to do have to innovate more to be positive, and it's harder to innovate more now because we're like so far into this, and and everything's already so good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good that's a really point. Actually.
3: I agree with the you.
1: The pace
0: of innovation and updates year over year. I think is, with with exceptions like Apple Silicon, mm-hmm. the the new MacBook Pros. Mm-hmm. Overall, you can kind of look at tech, and and I think it would be fair to say that it's slowed in some areas at yeah. certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe that drives people with a lack of excitement to get clicks. You you bring in more of a they didn't do enough angle mm-hmm. I think there's more of a they didn't do enough than a what they did was bad right I in agree. terms of like the criticism do you know what I mean yeah, yeah.
3: can we can we break down the new iPads sure yeah I think I
4: think people often look for the next gate or the next like it's, it's tough when you go into something looking for a controversy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's, it's just if your energy is off and your energy is bad, then you're going to put that out. And it's the same way, you know, if, if, if you want to take a bad photo, you're going to take a bad photo. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If, if you're looking for problems, you will find problems. So I think it's just yeah. obviously being critical. Uh, I just would prefer to, to use something how I would normally use it. And if something gets in my way at that point, then it's a problem. And I think, yeah, getting back to the iPads, right, it's like Apple has done a lot of really great things over the past few years, right? Starting back, I think the trend started with 11 Pro and the 16-inch MacBook Pro, where it's like things were thicker, battery life was better. Mm -hmm. And for once it felt like they were paying attention and listening and getting back into the the great things of like the 14 and 16-inch Apple Silicon machines. It's like you want to, See him keep doing stuff, and Mm -hmm. then there's certain moments, (laughs) yeah. And it's just like, so you have,
0: we we were remarking over there. You have the 2018 12.9 inch, and you have the new M2 12.9 inch. Yeah. The see, there's a four year gap.
4: The iPad, the iPad Pro, I think, is less of a thing because it's just a matter of iPad OS not being, you know, up Mm -hmm. to what people want out of it. Where I think it's like. If if you're an iPad user, probably my biggest gripe with the M2 iPad is I just wish they would have brought mini LED to the 11-inch. I agree. And then that would have made it feel like an upgrade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think the the, the problem is, it's getting back to his thing, is like, they've just been so good for so long, and people just want more out of iPad OS. Yeah. And I think with the 10th gen iPad, it was just one of those things where, wow, this thing was almost perfect. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And we have one glaring thing of, like, why? Yeah, so I, it's just one of those things, I mean, you just can't ignore, you know, sometimes I just make decisions where you scratch your head and I think that's one
0: of them. I mean, to your point, since you're calling out my hate video without <laughs> having actually seen it, I... Yeah, the, that's right, I
3: never watched it. The iPad... You, you live in my walls? Me <laughs> too. <laughs> so
0: the 10th gen iPad, like you said, it, so it's, it was, I think it was one number off from being perfect. Right. If they had changed that four forty nine to a three forty nine?
4: Or three ninety nine. Or yeah, three $399.
0: $399 Would have been okay. But it's just the amount of sacrifices that are purely a marketing thing. Right. Like they're clearly in no trouble spot in terms of margins. Right. The iPad Air, the iPad Pro, the even the base $329 iPad. Mm-hmm. So when they had this iPad 10. I was like, OK, this is finally the time where this design, which is now four years old, mm-hmm. gets to trickle down. Mm-hmm. It, it slowly made its way to the iPad Air, and now it's finally time to get it down to the base model. But the problem was they, they didn't commit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They, they were like, OK, uh, we're, we're not going to laminate the glass or give it reflective coating so it's going to look really bad, like ruin a perfectly good panel. Um, and then, oh, we're, we're going to give it single-band Wi-Fi antennas, so it can't even crack, like, 100 megabits per second. We're, we're not going to bother, you know, we're going to ship them a dongle to use the 2015 Apple Pencil with a USB-C port. And by the way, we're going to make that USB 2 speeds. Like, they just, they just made it cheaper so that on a spec sheet, the iPad Air is better in every way. When realistically... What I would have done is just kill the iPad Air. It's too close to the iPad Pro anyway. Yeah. And just do a $400 tablet. Or even just do the iPad Air at 449 This is where the iPad Air should have been.
4: Right,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: It's too crowded, there's too many iPads. Yeah, there's, iPad, there's definitely- iPad mini, iPad 10th gen, 11, 12.9. Why are there five First iPads- First of all, kill the iPad mini. three MacBooks.
3: Hate the iPad mini. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I've said this since day one. Harsh. And for everybody that doesn't know my argument, I think, one, the software doesn't scale properly for such a small display. I agree. Um, That's true. And it's actually hilarious because they added an option to scale the software at different resolutions in iPadOS 16, Mm -hmm. uh, but only if you have an M-series chip. So for some so reason, so the apparently the, the chip in the iPad Mini is not powerful enough to scale the resolution of the software.
2: Mm. That's just silly. Uh-huh. Like
3: mm-hmm. it, it's just one of those silly sure. things where I'm like, you guys are being goofballs. Let's get it. Let's get our <laughs> like this is why I want to be CEO. I just want to be like, you guys are goofballs. Try this <laughs> yeah. again. Like let's let's figure this out because some things like Jonathan brings very good points up about supply chain and yeah. uh, you know, with the iPad, maybe there was some supply chain things why they couldn't get as many parts for certain things. I don't know. Maybe right but it's like a software thing dude you can add you can put something that you already built on this thing on this it was the whole controversy with stage manager back over the summer mm-hmm. about how they were like oh the 2018 ipad pro can't run it or oh,
2: can't do it bro it's and then they had they had
3: conflicting information on their web their own website about how it was supposed to work yeah. and i i've said this so many times and i say this to apple with so much peace and extra love <laughs> i'm like you can just talk like they they shoot themselves in the foot by being so guarded and trying to be so specific and get this perfect PR message out, yeah. Rather than just being like, "Hey, you know what? You're right. It is kind of weird. It doesn't work in the 2018. Let's let's take a look." Instead of like, "This was designed specifically for the M1 chip that has this swap on," like, just be like, "Damn, yeah, y- y'all right," <laughs> or, or be like, "Y'all right. We ain't gonna change it. This is this is what we're gonna do." I just, it would be so much more meaningful if they were just straight up about what they were doing. Same with the iPad. Be like, yeah, because I've heard rumblings of like, if you're in a press briefing with Apple, if you ask them about the Apple Pencil, this is John Gruber, I didn't hear rumblings. John Gruber said this openly on his podcast. He was like, yeah, it sounds like there were just a lot of Apple Pencil Ones in schools, but Apple didn't say that in the marketing. They just said, Apple Pencil One with Dongle. Why don't you say in the page, We'd especially design this for all of the schools or people that already have the Apple Pencil one. Mm-hmm. That's a reason, but instead they don't say it and then we get angry at them because we're confused and it's not our job to do Apple PR, it's Apple's job to communicate effectively and I feel like they've been struggling communicating effectively as has been evidenced by the past six months where they've been flip-flopping on decisions and having cri- extra criticism than it is even fair.
0: I also don't buy that excuse, I think that's, they're like, oh yeah, the education market. We wanted to make sure that they have, they can keep using their Apple Pencil. It's very clearly because they moved the camera to the spot where the Apple Pencil terminal is, and they couldn't fit it. Well, yeah, we didn't even it's talk about that. That's really amazing. That that's why that's the case. But then
3: they didn't do it on the iPad Pro. Yep. No, I, ugh,
0: probably because they didn't want to kill the the Apple Pencil terminal there. Yeah. So I mean, okay. Oh, Wait, so you're you're telling
3: you're telling me that Apple couldn't just move a so, well, so this seems like I've heard that the terminals there they
2: you you can't look, Okay, I'm not Sam, an engineer. I, you're going to have to see I'm not an engineer, but I'm like I'm going to
0: have to pull this up cuz I we talked about this um the iPad Pro if you look at an x-ray okay. of it the Apple Pencil terminal on the side is really really big. Of course, most of these are like wallpapers, so it doesn't show it. Here we go, look at this. Okay, okay. Okay, you guys cannot see this, but just imagine <laughs> an iPad Pro. Look at how much space that takes up.
3: That does seem like a lot. Why don't put it on the left or right side of the device? Speakers are so there. So, the then Redesign the side, terminal, guys. Yeah. You have,
1: like. That's what I said. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I yeah. was saying this would be the perfect chance for them to do an Apple Pencil third generation, and then make the, what is yeah. it, the Apple Pencil Hover thing, yeah. right? Mm. Call that a third gen improvement, and then they just have, if they, like, split, you know, instead of having it right in the middle, if they have one here and one here, and it's double magnet, so it doesn't, like, spin around crazy. Hire this a- man. And then call it, you know, third generation. That's, that's what I said a couple weeks
3: ago. Amen. I Amen, know. brother.
0: I don't think that's, I don't think that's a bad take. I don't think that that's, you know, impossible. But
1: but like it's clear that you can't just like it's there's more than magnets here this is apple though they can they can shrink that thing down this is four years old
3: yeah they okay that's true. a very okay. good they, point. Can shrink they have down. had How, four
0: years i'll give you that
3: i i think the clear reason is that the, the new ipad pro redesign wasn't ready mm. they had an m2 chips ready and they planned to release this model and they were just like oh we don't we're not going to release, like, the new design is not ready for production. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to kind of put out this little spec bump model. Like, I, I actually am not mad at the M2 iPad Pro, broadly. Like, it's a little weird, but no, it's just like a faster version. Everyone who is going to buy the M1 is just getting a better product. Like, I will never be mad at Apple for doing a spec bump. The, the product that is yeah. a little bit more frustrating I'm is the mad, base iPad.
0: Disappointed.
3: Yeah, you sound like my dad. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, Sam, I'm not ang- angry, I'm
3: disappointed. Dude, my German teacher <laughs> said that to me when I quit cross-country. He he, with, he I was like, "Yeah, I'm not running anymore next year." He's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm not mad. I'm just kind of disappointed." It's like, unironically, I was like, uh, oh, I, was like "I was like, oh, so Elvira Zayn, <laughs> <laughs> bis später."
0: <laughs> I know. I was a little. I was a little bit like. I guess I was a little peeved with the iPad Pro. Yeah. Not that I'm mad about a spec bump. A spec bump is always fine. The M2 MacBook Pro, you know, if you were going to buy one, now you get 35% better GPU
3: performance. Yeah.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think it's a little different in the case of the iPad because Mm. it's been
3: four years.
0: And, like, there was no point along that route where there was any feature or accumulation of features that makes me want to abandon my 2018 base model Wi-Fi only. Yeah,
3: yeah because that's right. That's right. I signed, and didn't go into my thing, by the way.
4: Well, I have an alternate question for you. At what point do we feel like it's a of, its resources and then the te- team and the people that work on a product? So the alternate question is, would you sacrifice how good the 14- and 16-inch MacBooks are? Mm. So, so we- you're
0: saying like if they allocated more people to right. work on iPads? Right. Gotcha. I... Personally, I wouldn't, because I am much more a Mac person than an iPad
4: person. Because I was thinking that too. It's like I feel like I, I have touched an iPad less because of how good the, the Macs are. Become, yeah. yeah, but I agree too, right? It's like a year or two fine, but like we're getting to the point where we need to see something different out of iPads. To mm-hmm. where, and the other thing is, they're just there's not really a lot of competition yeah. in the tablet, the tablet market. market. So like they, they have nothing to push them. Right.
3: Yeah. Same with the watch.
0: This it gives it's giving like Intel 2017 energy. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like how many how many years are we going to get more quad core chips, bro?
2: It's Remember, so funny. from 20
0: I... like from 2011 with Sandy Bridge. That was a real name, Sandy Yeah, those were the, Bridge. Sandy Bridge, yeah. Ivy Bridge. Dude, no wonder they left well, Intel Broadwell, Skylake, Kaby Lake. KB Lake all of those generations from 2011 to 2017. They were all quad-core, hyper-threaded chips. There was no competition. There was nothing to push them. This is a big reason why Apple left Intel. It was just like, oh, another 14 nanometer chip. Wow. Yeah. And not to say that the iPad situation is analogous, because that's like obviously much bigger, but yeah. four years of complete stagnation is great for those who bought the 2018 iPads, like us, because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have not spent a dime. Yeah.
3: Yeah. See, I've bought every generation since. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So you
0: bought the 2020, the M1, and now the M2? Yeah. Wow. So you played, you did the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and I had
3: the 2018.
0: Okay, so you bought all four.
3: I've had every iPad Pro since the 2017 11 point or 10.5 inch with the 120 hertz. That was a good one. And the reason I, I mean, the reason I use an iPad Pro is uh, mostly for the screen. The 120 hertz is that's why I'm so excited for the next Pro Display XDR. Is that's why I love the iPhone 14 Pro. Mm-hmm. And I know
0: I, I want promotion on everything.
3: It's yeah. it's incredible, and it's not even like Apple's necessarily special. Like their software definitely works really well. It's just I've realized how satisfying. Probably like activates more chemicals in our brain or something. Yeah. <laughs> you got me.
0: Yeah, they got me. The brain chemicals, they juiced me up, dude. They I'll do. It. Oh, I'm
3: roided out with the hundred twenty hertz. Yeah.
0: Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean you're not wrong though.
3: But yeah, I, I've bought every generation, not not because I needed it. It, it is be, like I do you, I do use my iPad Pro a lot. Now Let me back up. Like it's not like I, I've gotten the use of the upgrades. I'm trying to think genuinely, now that I'm like saying this out loud, what I've actually used since twenty eighteen. Oh no. Because oh, no. he has the same pencil. The processor I don't do anything intensive with.
0: You keep your magic keyboard and just swap the new iPad onto it? Yeah.
3: Oh, I mean the magic keyboard in twenty twenty was actually Oh wait, but that does the magic keyboard work with twenty eighteen?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used it with mine. So that's why
3: the wow. magic keyboard the magic is expensive keyboard... As heck. Okay, I but I, it's I...
0: worth
1: it.
3: Okay,
0: and that's one of the other reasons why I was mad at the base model iPad because you, they locked it out of that. Did you the whole thing? The whole thing that was really, really good about, especially the eleven inch yes. and yes. the iPad Air and the way that that works together is you can buy that Magic Keyboard, which is admittedly three hundred bucks. Three fifty. Three fifty. You can get them used for like a hundred and fifty, okay. which is a good deal. But you can you can do that. You can have your your twenty eighteen iPad Pro that came out before that even existed, works. You can get your iPad Air 2020, works. And then you can say, oh, you know, now I'd like to step up to the M2 iPad Pro. You don't have to get a new keyboard or pencil for any of that. Mm -hmm. That's great, that's an ecosystem that works well. Yeah. The same is not true with this base iPad, Yeah. because you gotta go and buy an old seven-year-old pencil, and this non-cross-compatible case
3: why are you smiling, Jonathan? No,
4: I yeah.
3: When he said seven-year-old pencil, you had a little smirk. That was, that was the sub. No, my no. my therapist told me that's your subconscious talking when you smile. Oh no! Like that. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Sometimes,
4: like man, it's not worth getting stressed out over.
3: I know, <laughs> dude. The, I think it's because we are. Uh, I will declare my. I am clinically insane. I've been. Di- I have been diagnosed. <laughs> oh, so I like will get freaked out about all this stuff, and as you can see, my reactions. I go from zero to one hundred and then back to zero instantly. Like I'm a very excitable person. And Jonathan's just, like, clearly, like, a well-adjusted human. Like, yeah. I get it. No, it's pretty definitely. cool. We're going to get there one day, I hope. <laughs> I hope. No, no. I just, like,
4: I, I, just, uh, I try to see both sides, you know? Yeah. Like, there are absolutely frustrating points. And especially when you get the streak, like I said, of many good things. It's just like, well, why can't you continue that every single time? Yeah. And there are a lot of good things. There are still questionable things. Yeah. I think we just want things to get to a place. But overall, like, in the grand scheme of things... It's the best run of Apple products, mm. you know. I would agree with that. Maybe ever.
3: Yeah. yeah, I it, agree with that.
0: If I you look at... I think it's a difference in perspective of when you look at how good the product is versus how much better it is than the previous one. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think we're at a point where people's criticism of Apple, like I said earlier, is not that they did something bad. Right. With yeah. the exception of the 10-gen iPad, which is stupid. But in most cases, people are mainly just irked or irrationally bothered by the fact that they didn't do as much as they wanted. Every time Noah and I stream and cover an Apple event, I want to pound my head against the (laughs) desk because people are like, where's the Mac Pro? Where's the headset? Like when the iPhone 14 Pro came out, I thought that was a pretty good event. I was like, that's the best iPhone ever. Decent upgrades, doesn't have to blow your mind every single time,
3: Yeah, dynamic. but people
0: in the comments were like, this sucked. The Apple Watch is too expensive. Uh, to be or fair, the Series the, the Series
3: like, 8 was... I mean, I, I get why... But,
0: like, the Series 8's not bad. It's just not interesting. It's just boring. And people conflate a product that is good but not interesting with being bad. Yeah. And I think what Jonathan is saying is, like, we don't have to be this, like high-strung where every single Apple event has to blow our socks off and reinvent the wheel every single time that's not my Four times a year no it's not yours but I think that that's part of the tech is that the audience gets the audience and creators stoke this like yeah this like rabid disappointment I guess is how
1: I would phrase it
0: yeah yeah do you know what I mean?
1: yeah, and I think a lot of it is like the like sort of tech YouTube bubble of like mm. the content creators and the like people that watch the videos. Because if you think about like the average consumer, who, you know, every couple of years or, you know, whenever their current device breaks or is too old, they'll upgrade and they'll be thrilled, you know, they'll get the new features and they're not like following every single little thing and like whatever, but every couple of years they get an upgrade and they get some great new features and they're happy. And that's the majority of people. But when you're in like a tech YouTube bubble, you know, where everyone's like complaining and everyone wants their minds to be blown, like that's a subset of, you know, yeah. the, the overall people.
0: I mean, it's fair to want to be excited. Yeah. But it's also fair that you're not gonna be excited four times a year by like yeah. blockbuster Apple events. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, which I yeah, which I, I think a lot of our audience does expect because they don't watch our videos all the way when we're like, hey, the VR headset's not coming until like early 2023. They're just mm-hmm. like, the VR headset wasn't at the iPhone 14 event, Apple wants to canceled it, which is like not true because they're not as plugged in as us and it's not their job to be like, that's my job <laughs> is to be like, hey, you know, maybe I should put the release date info earlier in the videos so that they don't Possibly. clap back. But no, people are gonna, I don't know. It, it's cool. It's really cool to see the comments, which I feel like are most of mine when the new phone comes out. It's like, oh, I just upgraded from my 10, you know, the yeah. 14 Pro. Like, exactly. it's so amazing. Exactly. But, like you say, you know, it's one of those things where it's like those people aren't watching the videos regularly, they like tech, so you don't really, can't really make videos about like, I'm upgrading from an iPhone 10. I mean, you, you could, that's a potential topic that could do well, <laughs> but we're so obsessed with like, you know, 13 Pro to 14 Pro. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we're coming from, and that's frankly what I yeah. care about the most, you know.
1: Yeah, and some people do, but but most probably don't. Yeah. most aren't in that boat. And
0: also in tech, I mean, there are still people that are. Like, a lot of people in the tech community aren't necessarily all upgrading every single year. Yeah, it's just I think people, especially with iPhone upgrades, which I I have not been disappointed by an iPhone upgrade. In years, because I just don't expect Apple to like
4: do anything super crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're. Yeah, I would say the last bad iPhone was the 10.
1: It wait, was, really? What? Really? I yeah. love the. 10. That's like my. That's like I think like I the best iPhone of all 10. time. Oh no! What? Oh what? Yeah. Wait, wait. wait. What, no, what no, was I'm your experience? Like? I skipped
0: the 10. So I mean, you skipped the, the 10? 10. I skipped the 10.
2: Bro, that yeah. was like the
1: one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, Bro, I I got him on that. So can we can great. we let you Yes, I want it. to hear Sorry. this.
4: You yeah, know, it was just the first one that felt kind of like a, a little beta e in terms mm-hmm. of like Face ID was new. It just wasn't. I mean, iOS also at that at that point uh, wasn't iOS alone was pretty bad. Wasn't the greatest. It yeah. just felt like. I, I think it's more a testament to how good it's been towards mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know. I did like the ten R. I loved the eleven Pro. And then there was, you know, each step there was always something better, right? Like yeah. the, the cameras. I think a lot of people will crab all over them, but I, th- I feel like the camera jumps from eleven to twelve to thirteen to fourteen have been pretty significant every single time. Yeah, you
0: know? especially the ultra wide going right. from the yeah. eleven potato to what we have now. Yes, yeah. yes, the eleven Pro is ultra wide. And and you, you know, you, you. I post a picture with the 48 megapixel camera, and all anyone is interested in is my Samsung S20 from 2020 has 108 <laughs> megapixels. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but that's a number, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be
3: fair, I don't actually think the iPhone shoots the best photos right now. I agree. I. I. Uh... I heard the uh, people on The Verge podcast talking about this, and I definitely agree, so I don't want to act like this is an original idea, but it was something that I echoed in my review. <laughs> that is, <laughs> like, that I'm just being transparent. I don't want to act like I'm, you know. Uh, which is that the the 48 megapixel camera, they didn't actually adjust the algorithms and processing properly for it. And I definitely get some, like, weirder photos on my 14 Pro. Like, the camera is the most inconsistent it's been for me on my 14 Pro in the past three or four years. Where you can get a best, really great picture,
2: much
0: better. but... And at its worst, it's negligible. It's, like, I've taken photos with it, like, Raw photos and looked at them and been like, that just kind of looks the same to me. Yeah. And I've taken some Pro Raw photos, like yesterday when I was at, at dinner on the 71st floor, and I could zoom in, like, a mile away on the ground and see that that's a Range Rover Velar. <laughs> and I'm like, that's pretty cool right yeah yeah no that's I'm, crazy I think but then you post that and everyone is like ah oh, my samsung can take a picture of the moon it's like that's <laughs> cool can can things be independently cool well
3: that's coming next year on the iPhone fifteen if you it? watch my rumors video that I uploaded <laughs> this week. Oh
0: okay. Yeah, I missed that I was
3: on the. Podcast. And now everybody's gonna be mad at me when it doesn't ship. Yeah. And then are gonna yell at Apple because they're like, Apple, where's the periscope zoom? Mm-hmm. I update said mad it was at coming. You
0: because it didn't happen, and Apple because it didn't happen.
3: Yeah, too. we all lose. Everyone loses. But no, I, I, the Pro Raw is amazing. My problem isn't with Pro Raw. My problem is when you're shooting normal photos, they've been more inconsistent. And this mm-hmm. is, I, I heard that, and then when I was doing my review, I started really closely looking at photos, and I was like, oh yeah. The, like some things are just like we like there's weird lighting or the the smart HDR algorithm I've seen a lot of folks on Twitter be talking about like lighting things weird and I I really think that is because of the new sensor there there's something weird going on with the processing
0: I could see that getting a 16.2 fix It's like the camera I shake. hope but
3: they like never Remember
4: like, did you see the camera shake? Did you guys have that happen on any of your devices? No. Well, I didn't I don't think I got to experience it. I also tend to I'm pretty I'm pretty late with updates, so mm. I'll usually I'm usually like a dot one behind. Bro, what? So this oh was—I mean, this
0: was on the out-of-the-box mm. update, and I mean, it was surprising because I—you
3: broke the story. I
0: basically did break the no, story. No, you did. I did. I. Yeah. I guess so.
3: Um, Congrats! <laughs>
2: I'm glad yeah.
0: you're no, finding no, out three was... months later that you broke a story. <laughs> I, like... I knew I was really, really early on it, but I didn't. I guess I kind of... Okay, I, I
3: guess there's a one dude on TikTok that had it before you, but, like, you're... No, now, I feel like your video like, really is what got covered in...
0: That, that was really bad. Um, it, yeah. it did end up being a software fix, but the, the camera overall, I think... That was a good example of the tech community being appropriately negative because it didn't stick around when they fixed it. Like, I think that was criticized because, obviously, it's a little silly... Get your brand new phone out of the box, was like it was it was loud, mm. and it it damaged the sensor, mm. and it, we we couldn't focus. My my the only phone had to get swapped out, and people were like, "This is literally like stupid. This is ridiculous." Yeah, no it wasn't talking w- about that anymore. It wasn't
3: widespread. It though. wasn't
0: okay. Well, it's a software feature. So it's not. Yeah, um,
3: my, my problem is when everyone it's hard to gauge a lot of. There was just, there started to be a lot of, oh my God, the 14 Pro is really, really bad. And I, I made a video called iPhone 14 Pro any, issues because- I don't
0: think there, I did not see any videos that were like, I'm, don't I'm, buy I'm, an iPhone 14 Pro. People said, this is a bad issue. I'm talking about in the comments and replaced. like in
3: social conversation, I saw a lot of, mm-hmm. oh my God, Apple's ridiculous. Their quality control is going down so much. Yeah, they need to fix. My opinion is like, yes, this needs to be fixed. But A, if there is an issue, it's not like Apple's going to see this and be like, "Oh yeah, your sensor's totally scratched. Sorry." Like I, Apple just doesn't have a track record of not taking care of problems. And number two, yeah. it's not. It was a. It was such a small group of people. If this was happening on one out of a hundred iPhones, oh my God, that's a completely different story. This is happening on one out of. We don't even know how many, but it wasn't. It wasn't a lot to the okay, point well, where. To be fair. When I saw coverage, I was like, "This is silly that we're covering this. Like, know about it. Check if your camera's doing it." move on.
0: To be fair, I think the reason that it was a small group is because it was caught really early. Potentially, sure. If they were able to fix it with a software patch, then it's not necessarily like certain iPhones are affected. Okay, that's fair. A software bug impacts everyone. It's just down to whether or not you're experiencing it. Yeah. And it it was something that didn't happen right away. It, It wasn't like we took the phone out of the box, turned it on, and it started going. Whoa, 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 like, it was. It's. Can it, you show me what that? What this, was the camera like? Whoa, whoa, like there were literally, <laughs> like we would shut it down, turn the phone back on, and then it wouldn't do it, and then it would oh, start doing it again twenty minutes later. Like it's it's mm-hmm. a software feature, so I wouldn't necessarily say that it didn't affect that many people. I would say that it didn't manifest on as many devices as it would have if it wasn't caught really early. Because okay. it's the type of thing, you know. It's, right? Is okay. that fair? Thank and you. then people aren't talking about it anymore. You have really warm hands. You have very leathery hands. Yeah, they're
3: very dry and cold. <laughs>
0: You sort of feel mummified.
3: I'm yeah. a little alarmed. I, I, Jonathan, Noah, you guys, what is it like? Describe your happiness. What is that like? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And just like, what is it like what? to, like. Do you want to know, like,
1: you want to know what it's like
3: to be happy? Yeah. Oh, like, no. You haven't experienced it for yourself. No, I'm working. Wa- Luke and I, I feel like Luke and I are just tormented by tech. I'm not very tormented. I'm just like. I feel like we both get wound up. Maybe just me. Am I projecting? <laughs> I get really Maybe wound a up. Little. I get wound up. And then it turns me leathery and mummified. <laughs> You're mummified by tech. <laughs>
4: oh, no. Okay, yeah, just try and enjoy it. Yeah. A, lot good, a lot of good stuff out
3: It's a good time, man.
1: We're having fun. We had fun on this on this podcast today, yeah. wouldn't you say? Did, did you have fun?
3: I We amplified the laughs.
1: Yeah, we had, we had a lot of we good laughs. We got a little though. heated occasionally, but I think we, yeah, I think I got, we did a good I go job. I get a little
3: wound up. Sometimes when Luke okay. speaks, I, just, I see red. I, I understand.
1: <laughs> but I, I, think
3: we, I think we did a good one. A knows, good job. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Yeah, but it was great to have you, even though... You weren't intended to be here. You just sort of showed up. I did kind
3: of invite myself.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I've but had was, you on Genius
3: like four times. You're not going to invite me. You've been, on,
0: you've been on dark mode before. Like once. Yeah, that's that's, that's only fa- That's
3: need. 50%. <laughs> 50%. <laughs> eye for mode. an eye. Old Testament.
0: <laughs> anyway, thank you, of course, big, big <laughs> shout out to John for having <laughs> us in the space. <laughs> Getting to experience the Atmos setup, oh, yeah. which you guys should all come out here. You, like, <laughs> no. They can do that, right? They can just <laughs> no. show up. So yeah. the address,
1: Yeah, we'll drop the address. Yeah, we'll put the address. One in the infinite loop,
3: <laughs> Cupertino. Yeah. Everyone meet there. Show up and ask. Just to kidding. Speak
4: with John. Yeah, we'll have a bus. We'll charter a bus. Yeah, we we'll all down here. Know. The dark mode bus is gonna show up. That right. sounds really we'll sick. It with every uh, Genius supply.
3: <laughs> oh. oh, dude, we gotta yeah. okay. 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 got a plug. Genius dot supply. Dude, that looks so fresh! Alright, here, alright guys, <laughs> Limited time only. She just got some boutique jacket, hand-picked by a uh, world-class designer. Uh, <laughs> who will be unnamed, and uh, uh-huh. it's really, sorry. It's really, really great, guys. <laughs> anyway, John's gonna okay, get one. That was a
0: very good plug. I think you, oh, owe John Moore, uh, I think you owe him royalties. Yeah, no Matt? adapter needed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so actually, no, you can actually use this
0: with the second generation Apple Pencil yeah. too, which is really great.
3: Wait, I have a closing question for your podcast. I feel
4: like program. if that's not a, a feature point on the website, it should be. No dongle needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah no dongle. All right, needed. what's uh, what's your is, rate? What's your hourly rate? It works with. Are you
3: are you in consultancy? That's really smart. We'll that about. is really good. Okay. We'll, <laughs> talk <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, what is everybody's favorite dongle to close? I mine, mine is the classic USB C to USB A. I almost forgot mine on the trip. Hmm. I gotta think about that. I do.
0: That's a good one. It's a I classic. have the only the only ones of those that I have are uh, every time Google sends me a Pixel phone, it comes with their I think quite well designed USB C to A, and I use those all the time. I have like seven of them. Over Apple. Does Apple make one?
3: U- USB C to. Yeah, just the the normal white one. You know the little oh, white I boy.
4: Have, I don't have that. I only use with the, the fat USB
3: one. A end, and then the skinny USB C, right?
4: Yeah. What do you still adapt?
3: Uh, yeah, I know that's a weird thing, right? You'd think a lot more accessories. So my my label printer. My, <laughs> he's gotta shoot <ship> the bombers, <laughs> <laughs> bro. This is a this a hustle. I got I gotta make enough money. You're late. My scale, my postage scale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a good theme. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, there was something else actually recently that, on a trip. Oh, my Samson microphone. I I had to XLR it last time because I didn't have my dongle, and mm-hmm. it was again a USB A.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I, I adapt things more
4: often than you might think. Yeah, well you do a lot of old stuff. This is true,
3: I do do yeah. a lot of
0: old stuff. Yeah. John living in 2035. The thing that blew my mind a couple months ago was when I, I adapted C to A, mm. and then I was like, the future is here. <laughs> yeah, Like that That's was a the, sin. That was like, yeah. I literally took a step back and I was like, whoa. I don't like that. I'm, I'm, I'm adapting C to A. Yeah. This is crazy.
2: Wow.
1: So what's your favorite dongle? Yeah. Does it have to be just like a single port to port? Because I like, I have this like uh, big dock thing that has like a ton of ports on it and right. just the one single USB-C and you just dock it in there and you turn it on and everything, my backup drive, my monitor, every keyboard, mouse, whatever, everything just works and I love those, you know, permanent desktop. Is it setup? the
0: Anchor 563 usb c Ten yes, One docking you know, station? Yes, you know what it is, of course. Sponsored by Anchor. They definitely did not sponsor a video of mine like a week ago for that exact product. Okay, well, I bought mine. Yo, I've got yeah. a
2: sponsorship with mine. them this month, too. Yo, what's up? All- Let's go, bro. <laughs> I, where's my sponsorship? <laughs> Yeah, where's no. his royalties? <laughs> no, you don't get How one. How much yeah, does I Noah know. get
3: paid for the show, Luke? Would you like to share with the audience?
0: Uh, our <laughs> revenue does not even really cover our stream yard costs, <laughs> so Noah does not really get paid. Look at this. This is a charity, really. This, this, <laughs> we do this for the audience. Charity. We don't do this for personal gain, unlike you. <laughs> Dude, I, you know
3: what, you got me. You got my ass. Buy the Genius Bomber, make me more wealthy. You know what? I'm, I'm trying, I'm to, buy I'm trying I'm, to buy Twitter. I'm trying to buy Twitter.
1: Plugging. He's unplugging. No. I
3: I Bro, if you don't plug back in right now. Bro, plug! Thank plug you. Plug back in? Plug back okay, in. OK, that was good. But.
0: My favorite <laughs> dongle is the USB-CTA.
3: But my favorite, wait, did Jonathan go? Did no, not know. yet,
2: no.
4: It's always interrupting this <laughs> guy. I would just I would mirror right, the, the single dock life. One cable. That's mm-hmm. how everything is set up here. Just Everyone can go MacBook to MacBook, one cable, mm-hmm. speakers, yep. drives, yep. charging oh, yeah. over USB. Everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. so good. Do you use MagSafe ever on the Mac? On my MacBook? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't because I end up being docked most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say I do like MagSafe, but because I'm in desktop mode so often, and then the battery life is good. Yeah. Like when I'm not... You know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, that, that's where I only find myself using the chargers. Like if I'm, cause if I'm mobile or on the couch or something more often than that, the battery life is good enough that I'm not plugged in anyways. True. And then yeah. when I'm back to desktop mode, that powers it for long enough that I need to. So kind of, but not really is my yeah. overcomplicated answer. Same.
0: I'm on the same boat. I have one near my desk and I'll just, if I need to charge fast, I just have the one forty watt, Dude, It's inch. So fast. And I just plug whatever whatever I'm using, whether it's AR fourteen or sixteen, you know you gotta have all three when you're in my line of work. Then I just I just plug it in, juice it up in twenty minutes, and you're good. Yeah. Apart yeah. from that, USB C is just so good. if I'm traveling, yeah. I never bring magic yeah. safe. Oh,
4: yeah. I do I did get used to and that was one adjustment going to the M one MacBook Pro, is it was nice to be able to charge from either side, which is
0: like an underrated mm. That is it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah.
3: Damn. And you can do that on the iPad, too. Oh, it's with the Magic
0: Keyboard. Yeah, you know, with the saying, Magic Keyboard. Uh, yeah. Not on the iPad 10th generation because it's not good <laughs> enough to get that feature.
3: Yeah, that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah. But that's because I'll, I, I did check the body dimensions of the iPad are different than the iPad Air. Did you know that? For no reason. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> last closing note. Have you guys yes. touched the smart keyboard folio? The Magic Keyboard Folio? The yes. new one?
0: Yeah. Yes. Don't like it.
3: It's the worst accessory I've ever touched.
0: Function Keys. key is good. Trackpad yeah. is bigger, good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that it detaches in theory, but put Dude. all of this together, I don't like it's it. A it's too big. It's too floppy. You can't use it on your lap. It, it takes like twelve inches of space. so You can't bring it on a plane. It's dumb. And I think oh, it's right.
3: especially bad because of how perfect the Magic Keyboard is. Like the Magic Keyboard, how it like has that hinge and it floats. It's just so good. Like the the, the Smart Keyboard fully I recommend for absolutely no one.
4: Great job ending on a depressing
0: note. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. Thank you. We were, I was trying to bring some positivity here, thanking I'm Jonathan sorry. for having I mean, yeah. us here. Sorry. And now we're ending on this doom and gloom. Sorry. Well, thank you guys, I guess, for watching. I have no idea how long we've been here. but
3: Oh, the new Apple TV than... came out. No! no. no, No, we're, we're it's over too time. late. We're That's
0: over time. for next week. Okay. We're over time. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I've been your host, Luke Miani.
1: And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. Thanks again, Jonathan and Sam, for coming, and have a great night.